It's bonus pod one eight six. You've only bloody done it. You've won the prime ministership of the UK. It's a historic moment. You're the first ever prime minister in British history who grew up preferring Duplo to Lego. It's never been done before. And you take those those all-important steps to the podium outside of number 10. And you say, well, first you tap on the microphone and it goes, <laughs> all the assembled press are there. Flash, all the flashes going as you walk across. And they're waiting for your, your speech, your acceptance of the prime ministership. And you say, you start off by saying, today, the British public made a decision. A decision that I have heard. You've been told in your training to keep things vague so as not to upset anyone. (laughs) This decision has been about who to become Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. The decision has been made that it should be me. I have made the decision to accept the decision of the British public's decision. I take on this decision with pride and honour. I'm honoured by this decision that has been made today. I've made the decision to accept the decision to be Prime Minister of the UK. Um, and then you hear from the 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 assembled press prime minister prime minister prime minister prime minister prime minister prime minister which is weird because it's coming from one person it's not like loads of people can prime minister there's one person you go prime minister prime minister prime minister <laughs> and you go um yes to the incredibly tall man in the trench coat the 12 foot tall man in the trench coat <laughs> <laughs> and you point and say yes and the incredibly tall man says <laughs> Prime Minister um, what do you have to say to the people in this country who didn't vote for you um, and and you go well of course what's important is that we we are unified and the person goes no I haven't finished what do you say to the people in this country who didn't vote for you in Strictly Come Dancing? And you say, "Oh, but I was—I'm not—I wasn't in Strictly Come Dancing." And this very tall reporter says, "Do you think it's a condemnation of your premiership that no one voted for you on Strictly Come Dancing? Do you have a mandate to rule this country if no one voted? And you go, but no, I, why would they have voted for me? I wasn't in it. I didn't take part in Strictly Come Dancing. I took part in Prime Minister competition. <laughs> <laughs> and the incredibly tall reporter says, <laughs> the incredibly tall <laughs> um, reporter says, how can you in in good conscience run this country with no 
mandate from Strictly Come Dancing. And an incredibly tall <laughs> reporter starts doing a little dance on the spot. And another reporter goes, Chris Mason from BBC News goes, wait a second, that's not a single very tall reporter. And he grabs the coat and whips it off. And it's Pierre stood on my shoulders. <laughs> and Pierre's wearing a fake mustache on top of his real mustache. And I'm wearing a, f- a fake mustache. Um, but that's just to see if it'll look nice. That's just personal use. Um, and I'm doing the tap dance. And I go, voting is now open. And... <laughs> and... Uh, and... <laughs> and... Um, uh god damn it <laughs> and then larry the cat larry the number 10 cat runs out and jumps on me climbs up onto pierre and starts scratching pierre's face and we scream and we and we dance off <laughs> into the sunset um welcome to bonus pod <laughs> i like um, the ones bit yeah i like the ones where you struggle a bit yeah, well, you're in luck because <laughs> they make up the lion's share of my opening stories. I, Larry the Cat, there a bit of a Deus Ex Machina, mm-hmm. but um, uh, but it's good to see Chris Mason make an appearance, uh, and uh, and yeah, a bit of an open end that one. I, I think we'll probably see uh. Podbud, the Prime Minister, come back. We have and mm. already had Podbud, the Prime Minister, in 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 the houses of. Oh no, we've had Podbud, the Prime Minister, in a few already, haven't we? Yeah, but they keep having to resign and then be replaced. <laughs> it's true, just like in real life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very much. Yeah, uh, the Podbud Prime Minister is dead. Long live Podbud Prime Minister. Yeah. They just keep getting regenerated. Yeah. The the market only likes some of the Podbud Prime Ministers. I mean, it's absolutely mad how many recent bonus pods have opened with the Podbud Prime Minister as a new Prime Minister and it has been topical. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh it's it's very um you can imagine how busy the Wikipedia page is going to be, can't you? Oof. It's gonna I, be I think a nightmare. Like on the, the the Wikipedia page for like British political crisis. At one point for this year, it's been it's had to been broken down into like by the hour or something. It's just insane. It's so insane mm. and like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe it can be stable for a bit, but then like part of me, for the sake of the banter timeline, kind of wants there to be more fuss in about a month. <laughs> Even I have had enough of the banter timeline. I'm so like. I've OD'd from news drugs now, and <laughs> even I, an addict, need some time. I need yeah. to detox. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I was just Wikipediaing Rishi just now. He's not only is he first non-white PM of British Indian heritage, but his parents are African Indians. They're from East Africa. Oh, so he's, he's pretty Patel's of- parents as well. Yeah, they're they're it's the same people. <laughs> I, I, it's yeah, one do they big have the family. Same, 
background. Yeah, she's wow. she's the same. She's her parents were from Kenya, I think. How about that? No, no, no. Yeah, maybe yeah, hers yeah. were from Uganda, actually. Maybe that was part of the irony of it, like Idi Amin and so mm. forth. Mm. Mm. Maybe that's mm. right. I'm going to check that quickly because I want to make sure I've got that right in my brain. But yes, isn't that interesting? Is this, all the, all the. Is this a funny? Is this a funny joke, Pierre? Rishi Sunak will be a stable prime minister if only because of his low center of gravity. That's good. <laughs> Tweeted. <laughs> Tweeted. Patel, yes, Patel, her, her paternal grandparents were born in Gujarat before emigrating to Uganda and running a convenience store in Kampala. Yes, there you are. Her f- Pretty Patel's father was a UKIP candidate for Hertfordshire in 2013. Bloody hell. Fucking hell. These people are odd. These people are odd. <laughs> such such powerful slithering energy from her. <laughs> to have a sort of mad father. Rishi Sunak. Well, well, well. Any do we have any spicy takes for the for the bonus pod? Um Spicy takes. Mm. Um, what is my spicy take? I'm almost I mean, a bit. Off, I guess. I'm almost a bit worried that Rishi Rishi Sunak will actually be good at the job. Yeah, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. I'm low key worried. That I'm hoping. Um, I'm hoping hmm. that his obsession with being a sovereign individual, which is what Alistair Campbell accuses him of being, might make hmm. him do a bunch of really mad shit that kind of makes rich people a lot richer, but makes everyone else think that he's um like an alien. Or a celestial but being. Do you not, but do you, not th- <laughs> do you not think that, in a way, I mean, sometimes I think, in a way, is it good that Liz Truss just shat the bed by doing the, by going full sovereign individual, full Singapore oh. upon that that now Rishi is going to go, okay, well, fuck, mm. we can't go all the way because it, it, it simply doesn't work. Um, Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. I like, I, I feel like, I don't know. When I'm being optimistic, I feel like maybe in the future we might look back on Liz Truss's disaster as as a wake up call for the far right of the Tory Party, and it's maybe maybe it'll even be proved to be good that we that they got to experiment and sh- demonstrate how disastrous it is, and they won't they won't try that again. That's but, true. You know, maybe she spooked the horses. Maybe, maybe. God, um, yeah, maybe. That's and I mean, true. and 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 Rishi Sunak did say during the summer race that what she was planning to do would do exactly what it did he said it would tank the pound he said it would increase interest rates and he was he was completely right Hmm. interesting interesting but yes i i should be a good patriot and say i want the country to do well but i'm a bit worried that rishi might actually be quite good at this and it will make keir starmer's job harder yeah yeah that's that's always been the worry Mm. um I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet this now. I'm such a rare tweeter. I'm gonna tweet this tweet this joke, Pierre, and we can see in real time if it does anything well. <laughs> and that, you Sunak, have high standards for that. Rishi Sunak will be a stable prime minister because of his low center of gravity. I've just gone for brevity there. Do you think that works? You've cut you've cut the if only. Yeah. Mm, this is live joke writing, people. It's about cutting fat but not losing any sauce. Yeah. Should, mm. Is it better with if only? Rishi Sunak will be a stable prime minister if only because of his low center of gravity. If only due to? Oh, I like due to, actually, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, nice. Because due to is, is fewer syllables than because of. Oh, I like due to. Rishi Sunak will be a stable prime minister if only due to. Or maybe just due to. Rishi Sunak will be a stable prime minister due to a center, low center of gravity. Hmm. If only, yeah. Because if only due to doesn't work. It works no one grammatically. says if only due to, don't they? If only due to his low center of gravity. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, it's all about, uh, yeah, it's all about brevity, people. But okay, you don't want to... Okay, one... Rizzi Sunak will be a stable prime minister if only due to his low center of gravity. Yeah. Yeah, let's try that. Let's try that. See what happens. It's, there's something a bit kiddy about because of. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. of this. <laughs> I like, I like very, cats because of their... Huh? It's like tat grammar. It's tat yes. grammar. Yes, yes, yes. I like cats because of their fur. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch out for that. Well, let's see how and it does. And it's tweeted, Pierre. Let's see how it does. <laughs> I know you got high standards. I'm trying to standards. tweet more. I'm trying to tweet more. Phil's trying to get over his tweet, his tweet shyness, his tweet fear. If only due to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna boost it immediately. Oh, thank you. There we are. Already a retweet, straight out the gate, and it's from one Pierre Novelli. Thank you, That's Pierre. That's right. Um, Rishi Sunak, what if he's good? Rishi Sunak, will it be good? I, I mean, he has. <laughs> is is he our? Is he our Trudeau? Ooh, you know, kind of sort of sexy. Um, <laughs> Halo effect. Is he our? Is our Trudeau? Is he our Halo effect prime minister? Oh, maybe, maybe. Just because he's not fucking mental and extremely off-putting. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Well, but while we wait to see what happens with the old, uh, the old sexy tweet, um, <laughs> let's hear from our old friend Phil. Yes. By which I mean a Patreon, as opposed to you. Uh-huh. To be fair. Um, so, we last heard from Phil where he was telling us about um, fecal samples and spoons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But now he says, hello, Silvio Pierre Lasconi and Phil Louis Holland. <laughs> I like it. That is good. Um, it's, he's coming with a body conspiracy, has Phil. Oh, good, good, good. Mm. Excellent. Um, he says, my personal body conspiracy is that my ribs are actually the wrong size for my body. <laughs> I like right, this. Yeah. This has a, a, a biblical flavor to it. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something Garden of Eden about this. Something Garden it's of Eden about Too many about ribs. The, we, we have, we have a, another, a, a new gender to be made out of... I don't want yeah. Phil's ribs. It is Phil, isn't it? It's Phil. Nice. Uh, my ribs are actually the wrong size for my body and that I'm always destined to look larger than I actually am. Mm. Mm. Barrel chest. Barrel chest. My grandfather a barrel, barrel chest. chest. Phil yeah. says, any time I've, I've tried to lose weight, it has proved redundant as my silhouette stays the exact same regardless of how many belt notches I move along. Right, so you just mm. you just look like an oldie timey strongmaner. Hop ho! Yeah, you look more and more just like Bluto from 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 Popeye. 
Mm. <laughs> the big bully. Um, Time to invest in some horizontal stripes, Phil, because I'm afraid they're the only clothes that are going to make any sense on you. Lean in. Get yeah. wider. Uh, Phil says, this is due to all my shirts and t-shirts having to billow out to accommodate my ample organ cage. <laughs> oh. That's uh, good. Um, I would also like to say I've had an amazing in-person bud pod experience recently. Ooh. Oh. Do tell. Uh, F- Pierre kindly chop- uh, chopped my head off. No, stop. Blah. <laughs> diction, diction. Pierre kindly stopped to chat to me outside his fringe venue both before and after his show while my visibly confused girlfriend hung around. <laughs> Why was she confused? So who is this guy? As I burbled by the on... End, the, the second time she wasn't confused. The second time it made sense. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. Unless you really hated the show and it was like, I'm even more confused now if that's what he does. <laughs> um, uh. As I burbled on about the podcast and my brother, who knew when I booked the ticket I would be getting a two-for-one Bud Pod experience as Phil was in the audience as well. Ah, mm. yes. That was a fun time. And very politely kojied back at me as we left the gig. I then saw oh. Phil absolutely kill it on a stacked lineup at a North London gig in a slightly insane surroundings of an actual fully functioning church. That must be the chapel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Union Chapel, that's right. Live at the chapel, Union Chapel. Little do the hosts know that Phil is himself a deacon of the church of grubby little boys and girls. (laughs) It's true, it's true. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Phil also says... I was holding sermon. You were, yeah. I was stand up. I was holding sermon! (laughs) It also keeps popping into my head that in your fourth episode, you had a genuine world exclusive with Gina Martin and then immediately shifted onto Pooh Stories. My, how the game is ever changing. <laughs> I know. We were still, yeah, we were still sort of deciding what the podcast was. I thought it would be interviews with sort of law changing <laughs> people, but uh, it was just a one off, it turned out. And yeah, we the keep um, Pooh based. We have, we have people who even actively want to be guests, but we just need to figure out the logistics of that in a more consistent way. Um, yeah, we will we will sort it out at some point. Um, and thank you, of course. We should mention it's in the main pod, but we should mention to the patrons, thank you and well done. And my word for for leaping at the chance to come to a live bud pod. I mean, leaping. yes, thank you so much, patrons, for selling out the first bud pod live far quicker than we had expected. Um, yeah, far quicker and, and s- soon enough to encourage us to put on more. So. You have made yourselves heard. All right. I hope you're happy. Okay. (laughs) I hope you're happy now. I hope you're happy now. Um, Also, it's it's sold out before we could even announce it to the general podbud population. So if you've ever needed proof that your subscription (laughs) to the BudPod Patreon was worthwhile... Pierre's just sneezing with excitement there. If yep. you need a proof that your Patreon subscription was worth the dosh, look no further than an all Patreon BudPod Live. Yeah, I mean, my word. It'll be a, a, all, all the biggest uh, legends in the world in one room. It's going to be almost too much. Too much, too much. Too much. We've got a nice comment from Richard who's saying it sold out in three hours. Wow. Any chance of additional tickets being made available before general sale? Um, I think it no is. No way. Really? Yeah. In three hours? Yeah. Gosh. Um, 
Richard, um, I think that's all the tickets, basically. Mm. Let's query that. But we're going to try and add dates anyway, because we didn't expect this to be such a big, sexy success. Mm. Um, mm. Phil, back to Phil. Phil says, keep farting on and jacking us regards. P.S. The tatty dogs and macapies from the bakery opposite your venue are hangover crack, and I don't know how you didn't eat them for literally every meal. The secret <laughs> is I did. The tatty dogs at Pie Maker in Edinburgh are next oh. level. They're literally just a frankfurter wrapped in um, hash brown, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then deep fried. It's sensational. Oh. And I think, what did you say in your show? You said... Everyone go buy buy a tatty dog. I said you need to all go and buy them so that they can sell out and I can stop. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It turns out the perfect food has been invented and it's the tatty dog at Pie Maker. That's the thing. I sometimes think about food. You know, I'm such a. I, I I think I'm such a foodie. I love exotic foods. I like trying new stuff. I like intricately made foods and fresh produce and. But at the same time, I'm not sure there is any food nicer than just a hot dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, or just like anything that's just like, wow, why is this so good? And people just go, um, oh, we fried it. And you go, oh. We, it's full of salt and we fried it. <laughs> uh, why is this so nice? It's bad for you, that's why. Oh, I thought so. Well, thanks anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's the terrible, terrible, um, it's the terrible bargain of deliciousness. That's the price you pay for tasty. It's the price you pay for tasty. There's a reason we eat the things that we eat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, how's the tweet doing, Phil? Live tweet ratings? Oh, yeah, let's, let's see. Let's see. Let's check in on the tweet. How are we doing? Okay. Oh, got some retweets. Oh, we have a retweet from Matt Chorley of uh, the Times Red Box political podcast. That's nice. Oh, hello, Matt. Uh, we're on 11 retweets, 127 likes, 129 likes. Um, it's doing all right. It's doing all right. It's doing okay. It's going okay. Does Matt follow you, surely? He does, yeah. We, I've, I've met Matt a couple of times. I'm a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big fan of the Red Box podcast. I think he's good. Um, yeah, he's a good egg, Matt Chorley. Yeah, I like his radio show. Although, like all radio shows, I just listen in random chunks whenever I remember they exist. (laughs) I'm afraid I listen in random chunks, which is a good name for a nightclub. Random chunks? Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Nightclub for the moderately overweight. It's also what will happen if you drink too much. You'll just start (laughs) releasing random chunks. Yes, from both ends. <laughs> um, I've, I've, in, in lighter news, as I, as I opened Twitter to check how your tweet was doing, I saw um, a comedy professional Twitter account I follow tweeting an article saying, mental health, how not to be crushed by creative career despair. Fucking hell. What? No, heavy. <laughs> was, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, someone's, <laughs> someone's having this. a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> That was the the tweet was there in case the tweet wasn't going well. That article was ready for you. <laughs> oh, only 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 twenty likes. I immediately click that article and read it, clutching my head in my hands. 
I'm, I'm still blown away by how many people that we know, I think you included, comedians, who if they do a tweet and it doesn't get that much, they'll delete it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said this to you. I said I, I, I delete tweets all the time. And you're like, what? Why? And I say, because it's, it's like it's a record that's been kept up there. And I will delete I will delete retweets of gigs I've done when the gig has passed. That blows my mind. <laughs> but for me, it's kind of an OCD thing. I don't like there being extra clutter. I really don't like clutter. Even digital clutter, I don't like it. Do you know what? I would have found it as strange, this whole thing you're saying, where you like even a gig you've done, you get rid of the retweet, if you said that you hoovered your lawn. <laughs> it's so weird to me. Uh, um, but the thing is like uh, getting retweets is really tough these days for jokes Mm. it's really tough the market's collapsed the market has collapsed and comedians we we knew who sort of made their name with twitter um, are still posting great jokes but still but get like a fraction of the retweets they used to people don't retweet jokes anymore they retweet opinions and sassiness and like let that sink in kind of observations (sighs) It's very strange. You're right. It used to be like a basically a big spreading joke machine. But I read yeah. an interesting article about like, oh, how to go viral or like what is virality. And they said the things that go viral the most reliably are things that um, by retweeting them and, and giving them your share of virality, you make yourself seem virtuous. Yes. Yeah. So anything right, to do right, with right. Um, raising money for someone sick or, or charity thing or like an article that's very sort of forthright about a big issue, that stuff is, is, is you know, is gold dust. Whereas if it's just funny, um, my, my theory as well is that the public, especially the Twitter using public, have become aware that like, oh, hang on, people somehow seem to make money from their tweets I can't, but these people seem to, especially if they're comedians. So that means that my retweet is worth something, so I won't just give it to them. Uh, it makes you reluctant. Right, so, wait, so who's saying that? Is that Jen Pub or other comedians? Right, 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 right. Other comedians are as well, yeah, so there's definitely that. But but the, the, the mass of the public, whenever I see a tweet that has like, normally if a comedian does a funny thing, it'll have like 1,000 retweets and 20,000 likes, say. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I'll see a funny tweet that has 20,000 retweets and 20,000 likes. There's parity. Every time I mm-hmm. click through to the account, it's a nobody with 300 followers. Interesting. So you think there's, there's, now, there's a greater awareness now of the economic value of a retweet. Yeah, the, and I think there's a resentment towards blue ticks and comedians where you click through and go, yes, yes, wow, yes, this yes, guy's yes. funny. Think, and you click through and you yeah. go, hang on, it's his job to be funny. No, I think Blue Tick for sure. Blue Tick for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And so... Yeah, there, there was definitely there was, there was a, there was definitely a shift at some point in the last maybe four years ago on Twitter of the, the highest number of retweets moving from people with Blue Ticks to people with, like you say, 500, 600 followers. Yeah. Who would then not pick up any new followers. That was no, that's thing, it. Because at the start of Twitter, you had a successful tweet and you get followers from it. Not anymore. Yeah, it just doesn't happen really. Um, it's so strange. Also, I love I love now that people are like, oh, what are, what do the blue ticks think? It's like dialogue from a bad sci-fi. <laughs> you know, like a, a, a futuristic um, society where there's different levels. He's a blue tick. Of course, he thinks that. <laughs> For example, recently I retweeted, and it's very funny. You should uh, you should follow it. Um, a uh, a tweet from um, a friend of mine from Bath. 
uh, Toby from um, Bath. I was at school um, with him and his brother in Bath, and he made this. He he posted a video of Gordon Brown listing the Labour Party's successes, and the caption is indie bands naming themselves 2002 to 2008, <laughs> and it's things like the Cancer Guarantee and the um, the Winter Fuel Allowance. And, and all these all these uh, policies that do sound like indie band names. Oh, that's And it great. just goes on and on and on. It's really really funny. So I I now Pierre, I don't I I rarely use this word about myself, and that word is kingmaker. I retweeted that <laughs> when it had no retweets, and it's now at fourteen point four thousand retweets for Toby. Um, and he has, you guessed it, still. 554 followers what five after a tweet with 14.4 that he has more the tweet has more retweets than he has followers and he, he won't have picked out any up had this if had he done this a few years ago he'd That's be in the thousands crazy. by now but no That's one gives crazy. a shit now crazy and like you say now it seems to be part of the appeal that the tweet has come from an account without many followers that's part of the appeal it's like it's an everyman or it's like a um, it's like a co- correspondence from you know the public or people like that it's someone without a following. Yeah, they sort of go, oh well, this is like a like in the same way that they they'll be almost be like, well, this is like a marvelous lottery win for you, so I don't feel bad. Whereas if you were just mm-hmm. Rishi Sunak, say, and rich, then I don't like you. I think it also it also adds to that that so, that dreadful, annoying um, interpretation of social media of the this is how the internet has reacted this feeling that the internet is this organic sort of almost like a forest where you can pick up little berries and they they emerge naturally (laughs) and there aren't actual people behind these things yeah internet has provided and and going who did this (laughs) (laughs) when you very clearly cropped out the name yeah lad bible you can't (laughs) yeah um God, yeah, that is. I'm just looking at his profile. He should have, in the good old days, he'd have had a follow from at least half of those retweets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and then you know what? A part of me hopes that Elon Musk buys it, and then it's just fucking dead. Twitter, I know. Mm. Please put us out of our misery, Mister Musk. Please. <laughs> <laughs> We're like zombies who can still just about say, "Shoot me!" <laughs> Shoot me! Please buy Twitter and. Turn it off, but most most importantly, do not turn it on again. <laughs> Those people are half right about turning shit off and on again. Please turn Twitter <laughs> off. Uh, delete the internet. Don't delete the internet. <laughs> delete the whole internet except for the pipe that brings everyone their bud pod. Yes, 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 yes. Turn the internet into a solely bud pod delivery system. Yes. And nothing more. Yes. Quite right. Deliver poo, um, <laughs> as you might you might say. Um, well, I think we've run out of time for the bonus pod. We have, we have. Um, thanks for once again, patrons, for selling out the first Bud Pod Live. It's very exciting, and it means that we can do more. Yes, so thank you guys, and thanks for your correspondence and for indulging in our spicier takes. Yes, yes. Wonderful Friday. Of course, this is on Friday, so it's a couple of days into. Uh, the Sunak premiership. Yeah, who knows if he will have brought back Eat Out to help out. I hope so. I'm not nearly fat enough. 
Imagine if he does. That'd be so funny. In a cost of living crisis, when the country's bankrupted, if he brings back Ita to help out, that'd be so funny. <laughs> do it good. for the banter. Come on, Rishi. Do it for the bants. Do it for the sides. We can have so many sides. <laughs> do it for the sides. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Have a lovely weekend, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.